podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. It's Wednesday night, which means it's Cardiff City and the Championship all the way. So uh, very much looking forward to having a, a good old chit-chat about that. Of course, big shout-out and thanks to the Sports Social Podcast Network, as ever, for uh, allowing us, hosting us for the audio side of all our shows. Please do check them out if you'd like to download your podcasts do that uh today's episode brought to you by express vpn the best vpn in the game you want to watch american netflix australian netflix turkish netflix all that stuff you can do that just click on the link before you get three months free if you sign up for 12 months at a time and it is absolutely superb thing absolutely brilliant i cannot recommend it enough i've used it myself now for several years you can use it to watch um football premier league football on saturday Saturday lunchtime as well. And of course, as I always say, if you support our sponsors and our partners, you're supporting the channel, helps keep us going. Please do, 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 do it. ExpressVPN, the best VPN in the game, in my opinion. And uh, I always use I used it today, in fact. So uh, please do check it out. And it's also good for, what did I watch? I watched the, I watched the whole of the Ashes on um, Australian Channel 9 for free. Instead of having to have a big subscription to Sky Sports, just Australian uh, VPN, Australian postcode, email, done. It's all you need. And I had the whole Ashes for free because it was on terrestrial TV. Click the link, which is in the bottom of the screen, and you get your old three months free. And uh, yeah, it's a good old thing. You can also sign up to be a member, patreon.com slash ace podcast nation, get some rewards, exclusive content. Keep the lights on at the channel, all that good stuff. Patreon.com slash Ace Podcast Nation. We do a show on a Monday for the members where we like to talk about all the news and stories from the week before, not just sport, everything. We discuss all the things which you're not allowed to discuss on a normal channel because you get cancelled or you get had to go at and you get haters and all the rest of it, which I'm just too old to kind of to deal with all that stuff. So, uh, yeah. That's that. That's the plugs. Let the latecomers join us on Twitter and YouTube. So welcome. Let's talk some championship football. Um, Cardiff City signed a, a winger on uh, on loan, which was quite an interesting one. He came in from uh, Nottingham Forest. His name's Josh Bowler. Interesting because we talked about last week, what do we think Cardiff needed? in their squad before the season starts. I think everyone said like an out-and-out goal scorer, a good central midfielder, maybe a full-back or a centre-back. I didn't think a winger was was one of them, which I really, you know, kind of wasn't high up on my list because you've got Adauda, you've got Matey, you've got, uh, you know, there's several who you can play. You've got, um, I forgot his name, for fuck's sake. You've got plenty of wide players who can who can do that job. Um, Isaac Davis has also joined Belgian side 
Kave Korczyk on loan for the season. Um, that is a phenomenal move for him, providing he plays. If he plays week in, week out for them, I think that can be so massive for his football education because Isaac Davis has got the talent to be the real deal. But if you're being realistic, where Cardiff are at the moment, they want to avoid being in a in a relegation scrap again. Hopefully, top ten, maybe even playoffs. He's not going to play. He's certainly, you know, he's going to be, be effectively be what um, Colwell was last year, and that wasn't great. So it's um, it's interesting though. But the manager uh, seemed keen on Bowler. So if he, you know, you got back the manager, and I said when the manager first came in, one of the things I was very clear on was that if you're bringing a manager in or if you're a manager of a football club, you've got to live and die by your decisions because you're only a bad run away from the sack. So you have to have the players that you want. Everyone who I know has sort of seen him and, and is familiar with him, say he's a cracking little winger, real good player. Will's just said there, cracking winger, happy with his signing. If we get Kiefer Moore in, we'll be champions. Maybe in brackets, he says. I'm not sure about that, mate, but... um. I certainly think we're slowly starting to build a squad. I don't think we're there yet. I really feel that we need that. I've talked about it a lot, but like we need that midfielder, box-to-box midfielder to play alongside Wintle behind Ramsey, who is aggressive and is physical and is, but is technically very, very good. Um, but as the season closes, I wonder if that's, that's something that they're looking at, I've got to be honest. Um, Aaron Ramsey is looking sharp and he looks good. Got to keep him fit. Got to keep him playing. Got to get the right players around him to get the best out of him. Because let's face it, we've seen in a Wales shirt, if the players around him aren't doing what they need to do, his creativity and his ability can only take you so far. And I think that's, something that we need to be aware of as a club, as a squad, as a team, as a fan base. We have to get the right players. And I think, honestly, like Kiefer Moore is the ideal, but we need an out-and-out number nine who is going to be able to have the movement and the the technical attributes to, to go and finish the chances and get into the positions that Ramsey, Bowler, and alike create. And at the moment, I don't see it. Like, I know Carlin Grant is a very good footballer, a very good striker, and I think he could be the one. But his injuries seem to be an ongoing thing. I hope they turn, you know, I hope he can get fit and he's not a lone player, which just doesn't end up playing, unfortunately. But um, I've got a feeling and... I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm. I hope I'm completely proved wrong, and he turns out to fulfil because he's a real good player, and I think he could be the the goal scorer to play with the the other players we've got in. But he's got to get fit. Got to be firing. Um, Reese says uh, Ebo Adams has looked really promising in preseason, so really interested to see how we line up and who plays against Leeds. Yeah, Leeds is um, going to be an interesting one. We're going to do a bit more of a, a bit of an in-depth preview. We'll have a look at what team we think we will play, what team we think Leeds will play, 
and we'll kind of go from then um, a bit later in the show. And we'll also we'll do some predictions for the championship as well. But um, I've got a full Cardiff City season preview coming out. I'm hoping it's going to be out Friday, but I'm not. Unfortunately, we couldn't film on Monday, so I'm not filming it until tomorrow uh, in the studio with a, a former Cardiff City great. So we're going to have to, hopefully, if I can get it edited and graphics and all the rest of it done, because I've got a certain way of looking it in, in mind. Um, also, Eli King's gone on loan to Morecambe. Well, that was quite an interesting one. We handed him a new contract and we were, I mean, an hour in, was he going to go out and play? He played 15 games in League Two last year for Crew, Um And I think he needs to go and play again. He's got a new three-year deal. So he knows, you know, he is, he's secure in his future. So I think if we can get him, you know, at Morecambe and he can play, sort of 30 games in a season, really develop as a player and show what he's capable of. I think he could force his way in next year if he has a good season at Morecambe. But it, it remains to be seen, doesn't it? Whether he's he, he's young players, you just don't know. You don't know. There's no way to tell. They can have all the potential in the world. But if they haven't, if they don't play, they can't develop. And then when they do develop, they fulfil that potential. Um Josh Bowler, what to expect from him? Um, if we can get the ball to him, he'll stay high, he'll stay wide, and he will try and isolate the fullback one on one. And I think Cardiff have been crying as much as we've got kind of a lot of players who can fulfil those attacking wide roles. Like he is an out and out winger and a traditional winger who's going to try and isolate the the fullbacks, get them one on one, beat them, get a cross on, and I think cross in. And I think that's really what Cardiff need is, a, is an out and out winger. Um, I like it's one of the reasons I really like a doubter because he'll beat the man. And you know, you've got teams like Leeds, Leicester, they will play very high lines. So you need that bit of pace in the wide areas to 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 infiltrate that. It's why Carlin Grant for me could be a phenomenal signing because with those high lines, Ramsey pulling the strings, if you can get the likes of Grant and um bowler in behind you're going to cause teams a lot of, a lot of problems um but it'll be it's going to be an interesting one um i really like the leeds manager which is annoying and i think ethan ampadu is a great signing um we will talk about that as i say in a bit more detail in uh, in a in a bit as it were um will says grant uh carlin grant mate ram ramsey all had serious injuries in their career but think we'll get good 25, 30 games out of each. I've got to say, Ramsey looks as fit as I've seen him probably since 2016, which is interesting. Maybe that, is it that, like, the fan in me who's, like, willing it to happen? But, like, as we've said recent weeks, like, realistically, I don't think you could expect, you know, 42, three games out of him, cup games. I just don't think... You, is his age that's a realistic option however if you can get 30 games out of him and then Ruben Corwell gets the 15 20 starts that's good for the club that's good for Ruben Corwell to really show if he's going to be able to 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 do what he's capable of is he going to fulfill his potential 
Will also says um, Eli King, Isaac Davis, etc. They need to go on loan to get used used to being regular starters. Kieran Evans looks a different player this season in, in preseason after a stint at Torquay. And yeah, I think this is what we've been saying in recent weeks about Corwell and Isaac Davis and all of them. You, they've got to play. Apologies, I had a bit of a sore throat. Um, they've got to play week in, week out. You can't see if they're going to fulfil their potential if they're not if they just get in two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes here and there. It's just it's no good for the club. It's no good for the players. Reese says them um, a lot of teams play with high lines in this league, so pace is the key. I think Mate will be a rotation player. Yeah, I do like Mate. I think he could be a day. I think it wouldn't surprise me if he went and scored like. 10, 15 goals for us. I think he's that type of player. But uh, again, will he stay fit? Will he, will he be able to fit to the system? Like, I really like Odauda. But it worries me because I think you've got to think that if he's bringing in Bowler, that's one of the wingers straight away. You've got Ramsey in number 10. And... Um, and then on the right, I think it's going well, on the other wing. It's going to be the guy whose name I cannot remember. It's bugging me. We signed him last year um, and he's really good. I will remember it in just a minute. But um, I think um, I've heard that Bournemouth have one striker pretty much deal done, sort of just waiting for the ink to dry effectively. And then they're also looking at another striker. So it looks like they want the new manager wants two strikers. And he doesn't fancy Kiefer Moore. I had heard that they would rather sell him than loan him. But I think because he did quite, he, he's done quite well for Bournemouth. So I wouldn't be surprised if they can be talked into by his agent, by other, by Cardiff, into getting that loan. Because apparently he asked Cardiff to come on loan, is the rumour. So if that's the case, he's clearly got his heart set on it. I think he'd be a great sign-in. I think if you know you put the wide, the pace in the wide areas, you put Kiefer Moore in the middle, you put Ramsey pulling the strings. That's a tremendous combination of players, and that's what you need. It's not just about individuals; it's about those combinations. Jonathan says uh, Bournemouth still owe us money for Kiefer Moore as well, so yeah, that could play into it as well. And you know, hopefully, we could get a good deal on a loan. But most importantly, we we, we need to get it done. We need to get it in. It doesn't look like it's going to be done in time for the Leeds game. Um, but we do need to get it done. Uh, Will says the doubt is going to play fullback this season unless we get a left back. I think Jamalu Collins will play left back if he's fit. But also, I could see a doubt starting there if they want to give Jamalu Collins plenty of time to, you know, he's had a long, long term injury, a bad injury. But, um, I think he's wasted at fullback. I've got to be honest. Like, if I'm picking a team, Odauda, before certainly before Josh Bowler's come in, Odauda was my first choice winger. Like, when I look at the wingers, he's the, I think he's the trickiest, the paciest, the best in a one-on-one -on -one situation. So, like, he would be my choice for, for that role. However, if they're going to use him as a left-back, 
to give Jamalu Collins time. What a combination that could be down the left. O'Dowder at fullback and Bowler as your winger. But then maybe they'd rather play like a any a a right footed a right footed winger on the left so that then you can have O'Dowder on the overlap. That would make a lot of sense too. Um so yeah, I think that looks I can see the logic in that. I can see the 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 combinations and the link up play, the danger. I think could be real good for us. Um, Jonathan says Jamal Collins doesn't look half the player he was before his injury, and the Dowder and Grant look like they're linking up very well on the left. Yeah, I really I like Grant. I just want him to stay foot. Um, Bowler's left footed right winger. Right, my apologies. I thought he was a left footed wing left winger. But either way, he's got pace and he's very good at the one on ones. And yeah, like a right footed. They played Carl and Grant, I suppose, off the left. Um, it's really bugging me that I can't remember the guy's name, so I've got to go back and find it because um, he's bugging me who I can't remember his name. He got suspended at the end of a season. Uh, what was his name? What was his name? Oh, my God, it's driving me nuts. Someone tell me. I know you can't guess what I'm thinking. Um, we certainly signed him last year. And he looked really good. And then he got, I think he had an injury and he got suspended. And, oh, what's his bloody name? No, not old, not old, not old Joe um, Campbell, maybe. Oh. Uh, Jonathan said he's very, bowler's very fast. And uh, don't just go down the wing. He loves to cut in on his left and ping it. Yeah, I think um, it's the pace for me. The tricky, um, no, he's a striker. I appreciate you all guess Robinson. For God's sake, thank God for that. Um, I like Callum Robinson. Uh, I like Robinson. Right, I like him. I actually like him. If we didn't get key for more, Callum Robinson, I think could be our number nine, um, and I think. Robinson could be quite good off the left as well if you've got O'Dowda as the fullback because O'Dowda can be the overlap as as uh, Robinson cuts inside. So there's lots and lots of different ways they could play. We've got a lot of good players. It's just getting the right combinations and the right link-ups because, as we all know, you know football's, football is like... I see that, that that upset, not upsets me, that's the wrong word. That worries me a little bit. Jonathan just said there in preseason, Callum Robson's been rotating with Ramsey. So for me, personally, my choice would be this season's got to be do or die for Ruben Corwell in terms of his Cardassi career. So I think he should be our backup number 10 or we should loan him out. Callum Robinson, in my opinion, should play off the left or he should play as the number nine. I like him as the number nine. I think he's the best finisher at the club. And I think he's got all the attributes to be a very, very good number nine. It is nice. You are Will, Will right there, Will. Will says it's refreshing to have options, which we feels like. I didn't feel like for so like the last couple of years, we've just had no options. Um, 
Reese says, can't imagine Ruben Corbett gets a sniff at number 10 this season now, just seen as a bench filler, um, as we can now have nine subs. Well, he's supposed to be the next big thing, mate. And if they're not going to play him, they should probably loan him out and let him show that he's the next big thing because it is pointless to have a young player with the amount of promise that he has supposedly got. The club, you know, people at the club will tell you he's, you know, he's going to be the next Aaron Ramsey, the next this, like he's got all the potential in the world to go and be a, a genuine top quality championship first team player for Cardiff, for Wales. If that's the case, he's got to play. If he's going to sit on the bench all season again, I know he had injuries and stuff like that, but it's just pointless. Like, send him on loan somewhere. There'll be loads of clubs which would take him on loan. Loads of clubs. So, yeah, it's a bit disappointing to to hear that maybe he's a bit of down the pecking order and seen as someone who's just going to fill the position on the bench. But I, I guess we won't know, will we? Until that league season starts. It's di- pre-season, I see so many fans of different clubs getting all upset over pre-season results and, oh, they... They're playing terrible and this and then that, and they're not playing their strongest teams. Pre-season, just the results do not matter in in any way. Not even the performances matter because different managers look at pre-season differently. A lot of managers will use pre-season games to work on new systems. They'll use it to work on new combinations, try and players in different roles, but also they will try different transitions in play and stuff like that in specific games. So to fans, it might look like, say, some player, a certain winger is, oh, what he's playing terrible in this preseason game. He keeps cutting back, keeps cutting inside. He's not doing what he, you know, we want to see him beat a man, we want to see him doing this. But then it could turn out, if you actually were in on the conversation with the manager and the coaches, they've asked him, every time you get the ball, I want you to cut in so this fullback can overlap and that we can get the overload in the midfield and you can try and get a shot off. And actually, it's a specific way of playing that they're trying to work on in that game. So the fans could come away and think, oh, well, that was a terrible performance, terrible result. But actually, the manager might have been looking at something. I don't mean this just for Cardiff. I mean this for just all teams. Like the manager could have been working on or looking for something very specific from certain players. So if you've got like a load of youth players, you might have asked the first team players to do a certain job. Pre-season does not matter. What matters is when that first league game comes and the manager picks whatever side he picks, is that you are fit, you're sharp, and you're ready to go from that first whistle. You can't take three, four games to get going. You have got to be ready for that first game. And in Cardiff's case, you've got Leeds United first game. If you can't get up for Cardiff versus Leeds and be ready as a professional footballer, I just don't know what to tell you. But equally, with all the depth and the choices that Cardiff have got now, the manager has got to get it right. Because Leeds are no pushovers. They've got some very, very good players. They're going to play a very, you know, they're a very attacking team. So defensively, we cannot have any errors. You cannot be making the mistakes that we made so much last year. The keeper's got to be sharp from the start. The fullbacks, everything. The new, if the manager's got a new new way of playing, a new system. If we're going to play from the back, if we're going to use an inverted fullback to create an overload in midfield, it's all got to be spot on. You can't, you know, that Leeds game is not a game where you can say, oh, we're still working on something. 
sorry. That Leeds game is when we need to be trying to get three points. We need to be ready as a team, as a fan base, as a club, as a manager, as a coaching staff. Everything has got to be ready. And, you know, I've heard good things about the way the manager's working, but it will remain to be seen. It's a results business. And um, as we know, the board will not hesitate to sack managers of any any board will not hesitate to sack managers if they get off to a bad start or they go on a bad run. So it's about getting it right physically, tactically and technically. Mistakes, mistakes. Got to cut out the mistakes because decent teams with good players will punish you. And the championship is a high, high level now. You know, the, the level of the championship football now compared to 10 years ago is like a different animal. You, it, like, for, you know, years ago, you you had a lot of teams who were very organised, very tact-structured, very organised, and then they'd have one or two, you know, flair players or quality players. But it was always about defensively being good. And then you'd get the odd team, like that Newcastle team, who would just come in and just obliterate everything. But generally speaking, it was very... A structured, the structured, organised teams would do well, like a Marky Mackay. His team did well, winning 1-0, 2-1, and, and just sort of churning it out. And you saw that a lot. But now, the football, the standard of football in the Championship is, is outstanding. It's, it's, it's like a second Premier League, as Andy used to say a lot. Um, and it's it's enjoyable to watch. It's enjoyable to, you know, the, no other league has the excitement that the Championship has no other league and it's very important that your team gets off to a good start they've got to be ready it's difficult for new managers and i think it's also difficult for managers who haven't managed in this country because it's just a different animal compared to any other league in the world even the premier league i think is so different to that and this is why sometimes we see teams like west brom they're struggling to find their feet back in the championship. They improved a little bit last year, but compared to you know where they were, just not for me. Um, so let's have a look at some of these comments. Uh, Jonathan says, "Hope I hope Ugbo proves me wrong in the season, but in pre-season he's looked way out of his depth." Yeah, that's a weird one for me, right? Because. I got told by a couple of people from within the football club that, like, he was viewed as, like, a real coup. Like, they were super chuffed to get him and have him. Like, there was a few teams he could have gone on to loan with and, and, like, he was seen as a bit of a coup, a good, amazing, you know, potentially a great young player. And everything which I've seen and certainly everything I've heard other people saying, he doesn't look up to the standard of this standard at the moment, you know, and, but again, pre-season can be so deceiving, so, so deceiving, you know, let's, let's give him a chance and, and hopefully he'll come good. He's a young player. So he might have some issues with consistency and hopefully he is up to the level, but that's the word on the street is that maybe he's not, but you know, we've got, still got players, Mates, we know he can do well in the championship, Carlin Grant, um, Robinson, O'Dowd, you know, some great players. Ramsey's on, looks on f- fine form. So it's there. It's the, 
just getting that it's getting the combinations right now getting the team right um and it's going to be interesting who he goes with because like i said earlier odalda would have been my first pick as a as a winger but it, you know if he's brought in bowler and then you look at some of the other players he signed yes to make the squad stronger but normally if you loan players they're in to play you know um Reece said, I think for the past three season, we three seasons, we've been saying this is a big season. This is his big season. Um, I don't think he's up to it. I hope I'm wrong, but he needs to go out and start 35 games. So I think he's talking about Ruben Corwell. And I, I agree. I, I think this season is like I don't want to be like hyperbole and all that sort of thing. But I do think in terms of his Cardiff City career. This season might be due if he stays and he doesn't go on loan. I think it's do or die. Like for him, I think he's got to show it. He's got to play. And if he's not going to play week in, week out, bloody loan him out. There will be clubs who will take him and he could play 35 games, score like 10, 15 goals, get a load of assists, show what he's capable of. Cannot show what you're capable of if you're sat on the bench. And it feels like him being on the bench maybe getting a few minutes here and there is not good for him and it's not good for Cardiff, feels like to me. I Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people disagree. Uh, Will says, Ruben has definitely filled out last from last year or so. Uh, he looks like a man now, not a boy. And he'll get game time when Ramsey isn't playing or can't do the full 90. Yeah, that's what I thought. I assumed he would get game time when Ramsey needed a break. But... If other players are already in front of him in pre-season, that might not be a good sign. But that might also be because the manager's happy that he's the back at number 10. So he's just letting him bed himself in and get fit for pre-season. He doesn't need to look at him too much. Just, there's also that possibility, I guess. Um, Reese says, worry for me is a lot of money spent on wages this season. What are the board expecting? Because if we're mid-table come Christmas, our board might pull the pin and sack the manager. They've done it for less. Yeah. Does anyone know why Steve Mar uh, Morrison was sacked? Yeah. If they do, please do tell me. Because no one, I don't think anyone knows. Um, Reese also added, um, just read now, Ball is a left-footed winger, which means he'll either be playing left wing if we play with width or right wing if we play narrow to cut inside, which doesn't work playing narrow. And actually, uh, I think to get the best out of Aaron Ramsey, I think we'd be better off with certainly at least one traditional winger playing high and wide, which is what I assumed Bowler was going to be, rather than inverted wingers who were going to constantly cut into, inside because they're cutting his space. Like, he finds these little pockets of space between the sort of defensive midfielder and the attack and the defence and in between the full-backs and, and those areas. And if you've got the wingers constantly cutting in there, it gets a bit clustered and... You need Ramsey to find those pockets of space to be that creative force that he's so good at being. Will says, agree with Jonathan. Ugbo looks like another Atete. Not quite up to it at the moment, but hopefully he comes good. Um, Jonathan says, what do you think of Isaac Davis going to Tan's other club on loan? Yeah, I mentioned it briefly earlier. I think... I mean... There's obviously the conversation in there about like 
owners and joint owners and all this. We talked about it before. But I think for Isaac Davis, he's 21. He's shown enough for people to be excited by him. Unfortunately, he's had you know an, a few injuries. But I think he needs to play. Like Ruben Corwell, he needs to play. If he goes there and plays 35 games this season and come back 10 to 15 goals, he can come back to Cardiff and say, right, I went on loan. I scored goals. I played. I want my chance now in the championship to be one of the striking options. He can't do that at the moment. There's there's more experienced, more proven players in front of him. Um. So yeah, like I think it's a good move. I've got to be honest. Would I have preferred him to go to like a League One club or maybe a higher standard? Yeah, possibly. But it is what it is, isn't it? It's bit of you scratch my back i scratch yours with the his other club i think it's a good move if he plays um will says we do need a center back gutas looks great but he's untried in the championship not a big fan of simpson so i think we need another to push for the second center back spot um i like mcginnis and i like gutas but i think you need at least three like you need three first choice center backs fighting it out for the center back role whether NG is going to be like that third, first choice centre-back, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Corwell was injured again in pre-season, Jonathan says. Had a knock for the Wickham game. He did play in Portugal, though, uh, says Will. Bowler can play left wing, but he's mostly a left-footed right winger, similar to Craig Noom. Yeah, and that, look, that can work exceptionally well. If you've got a good shot as well, like it, you can, they can pick up a lot of goals. But... For the way, when I look at the Cardiff side, which we'll talk about in just a sec, I I think I I would prefer more traditional wingers, if that makes sense. Like I'd like, or certainly on one side, because I think two inverted wingers could get it all a bit cluttered in there. Let's see if we've got, um, pick your Cardiff lineup for Leeds game. See if there's a, a website out there which is allowing us to pick our side. Choose your Leeds 11 for face Cardiff City. Don't want that. I want, a, I want a website which allows me to pick my Cardiff 11 for the Leeds game. Can't find one. That's disappointing. Um, Reese says, I was a bit surprised. Isn't that the club Tan agreed the sale of and then the buyers pulled out and now he's being sued? Uh, the board of management all resigned because of Tan. I'm not, I can't comment on that, simply because I don't know. I don't know anything about where, but it wouldn't surprise me. Football is a shady, shady, shady place. Um, Jonathan says, unfortunately, Isaac Davis had a few chances, but anytime he, anytime he had regular game time, he would just get injured. Yeah, and that, that's where he's got to go and play, have not he? Like, a, every time you play, you'd get excited by him, and then he'd pick up another injury. Uh, looks like Will said, um, think all bowlers' goals assists come from when he played on the right. Yeah, that seems to be there. I just want to pick my kind of lineup, man. Why can't you pick it? It should just be a website with all the games on so you can just pick your lineup. But it 
it's not there, no less. So I might have to have a just do a little makey up. Uh, pick your greatest Cardiff City lineup. Maybe we should do that in a minute. Cardiff City. Um, right, okay. Let's have a look then. Squad numbers, right. So let's talk about Leeds first. Um, so I had a little look earlier at what I think I think Daniel um, Fark will go with. So we're going to kind of run through his ele the 11 that I think he'll pick. Obviously, I could be wrong. Um, I really rate Daniel Fark as a, as, as a championship manager. He's going to play good attacking football, but I think defensively they'll be much more solid. Um, the the French goalkeeper they've got, is it uh, Maisley? Um I watched him a few times last year in the Premier League and he was awesome, but he lost his place towards the end of the season. Um, they brought in Carl Darlow from Newcastle to provide a bit of depth in the goalkeeping department. I think Maysley will get the nod for the first game of the season, but Darlow's there if he doesn't have a good start. Defensively, you've got Luke Aylin, who's proven in the Championship, a very, very good player. Um Cresswell, Liam Cooper. Um, Cody Drame is injured. Um, then I think it'll be between Sam Byram and Leo Hedgeldy at the other four-buck spot. Um, and then you're going to have to, I think they'll play with two holding midfielders, which will be Ethan Ampadu. Quality! Going to cause us some problems because... He's got aggression, technical ability for days. And I worry about him versus our midfield. I think Ethan Ampadu might do a job on Aaron Ramsey. He might even, if not man-mark him, certainly be keep very tight and follow him into the pockets and try and close the gap between the Leeds defence and the midfield to try and limit the amount of time Ramsey gets on the ball. Um, they'll play, I think, Archie Gray next to him. He's young, young. He's only 17. Really impressed over pre-season. Um, and the manager loves him. Um, there is a couple of others they could play instead of him because obviously he's young. And look, that's some legs in there for Leeds. Like Archie Gray and Ampadu, then barely 30 between the two of them. You know, it's going to be uh, insanity. They, well, it's barely, 30, barely, barely 40 between the two of them, should I say. Um, I think Archie Gray will pay, but they've got Giabi, they've got Shackleton, a couple of others who they could slot in there. And then they'll play the three behind the striker. You've got Sinistera, very good player. Um, Dan James will play on one wing. There's a lot of Welsh presence in this game. And they've also got that um, Nonto, who I think is really good. Personally, I would, if I was picking a side, I would play Nonto, Dan James, and I'd play Sinisteri in the number 10 role. But I actually think they'll play Somerville, Dan James, and Sinistera with Nonto on the bench. Up front's an interesting one for Leeds because Patrick Banford is a championship striker. Always struggles in the Premier League. 
but he's clearly got something about him. He scores goals in the championship. He's he's a good footballer, but his finishing is so hit and miss. Um, but he's carrying an injury. They, uh, him and the other striker Rutter, both limped out of the preseason friendly versus Hearts. So you're probably looking at the uh, Joe Gelhart as the striker for Leeds. I think that's probably the eleven they go with. But I think if Bamford's fit, he'll probably play. In fairness. Um, I think that Nonto will score goals for days in the championship. I, as I said, I would play him and Dan James as the wide players. And I think, Jesus, that is some pace. And like you look at that, if Leeds have got Dan James um, and they had Nonto on the wings, Gelhart up front, and then Ampadu at the base with young Archie Gray, that is such a young side. So much pace, so much legs. I really, really feel like. If Cardiff can take a draw from that Leeds game, I'd be pretty happy, I've got to be honest, because I think Leeds are going to probably win the league, i got to be honest. That hurts me to say. I look at their the, the youth and the, the big thing will be they've got such a young side is can they be consistent enough? But there's players in there which I think are going to do bits. Um, so bear with, with the Cardiff one, bear with me because... Um, I'm not up to date over the last few days on injuries so uh, forgive me if I name anyone in my predicted 11 who you know is is injured basically let's have a bring, let's bring the squad up um, someone asked I think it was Matt asked uh, about Old Slap's fitness. Haven't heard anything about that, which is a bit weird. Um, okay, let's have a look. Predicted Cardiff City lineup. Safe. Just gotta wait for wait wait for the file to open. Sorry, guys. So what did I pick? So I go in with a four-two-three-one. So we'll mirror Leeds's uh, Leeds's formation. And as I mentioned, Leeds got a very young, youthful attack. Um, and then it's just it's gonna be fascinating to see where we go. Look, if Allsop's fit, Allsop will play, first and foremost. He's the number one, he will play. I would go with so this is what I would pick rather than what I think the manager will pick. Maybe. Um, yeah, so I'd go all slop. I'd go in NG at right back. I'd go Gutas and Mark McGuinness as my centre backs. Um, I think it's got to be O'Dowder at left back because it doesn't seem like Jamalo Collins is up to speed yet. Then I'm going Ryan Wintle. And then it's the other one, which I'm not sure of. I'd probably go with either Sawyers or Ebo Adams as my next to him. I don't think you can play... I don't think you can play Rawls and Wintle together as a two behind Ramsey. I don't think it's got enough legs, especially against that Leeds... Um, 
that Leeds side. There's too much youth and legs in there to play the ball for them. Wintle's got to play, in my opinion. So then who does you go next to him? Um, yeah, I think Romain's Sawyer's probably, maybe, Rinomoto. Ray, Ray, yeah, Rinomoto I quite like as well. Um, and then your three, I'm going, if they're all fit, I'm going Ramsey. Oh, someone just said McGuinness has got a, a knock. Right, so if McGuinness is injured, I play an NG as centre-back with Gutas and play someone else at full-back because I do not rate Simpson at all. Uh, Jonathan says, Rawls and Wintle work better than Adams and Wintle in pre-season. Adams and Wintle, too similar. Yeah, I could see that. <clears throat> I just don't think Rawls and Wintle together have got the legs to cover the ground. They need to cover when you've got Ramsey at 10. So I'd probably go... I like Rinomoto in a, like a central position, but, you know, I don't know. It's it's tricky. I could see Rawls starting. I can I could see I like I do think but Rawls has got a knock as well, haven't he? I, I think the manager will probably pick Rawls and Wintle, to be honest, but I wouldn't pick two of them together against Leeds at least. Um and then I'm going bowler off the right or left. Um and then I would probably go so so someone speak to me about Ojo, right? Because I thought and I've not been impressed by Ojo at all recently, certainly last season. But I've been told by several people that he's had a really, really good preseason. So you guys tell me. I think I'd go Mate and. Right. So I, I'm assuming that Carlin Grant is not fit. So this would change if Carlin Grant was fit and, and Robinson was fit. So if Carlin Grant's unfit, I'm going Mate. And Bowler as the wingers, Ramsey number ten, <laughs> and then um, then I would go with Robinson as the out and out number nine. If Carlin Grant is fit, I'm going Carlin Grant instead of Mate, and then you can decide if you play Grant or Robinson as the nine. Um, Jonathan says if you put Ojo in your starting lineup, you need medication. Yeah, I wouldn't, but I just saying that people in preseason have said that he's done really well. Like I've seen a lot of people saying it, but just I just think there's others who I like. I pick who do. So if you look at the list on the Cardiff website, you've got Ojo, Mate, Grant, Ugbo, Tate, Tanner, Robinson, and then obviously Bowler to be added. I would pick all of the players, all of the other attacking options ahead of Ojo. I just would. I just don't. You can't trust him to be consistent and you can't trust him in a big game. This Leeds game is going to be really hard for Cardiff, I think. They're going to have to be bang up for it. We're going to have to be super organised. We're going to have to defend well. And when we get chances, we've got to take them. And that's why, if fit, I'm playing Robinson and Grant because I think they're the best two finishers in the club. And you want to get Bowler in there as your out-and-out winger. You've got a, a Dowder, you've got Ramsey. You've got creativity there for once. Um, and, yeah, that's where I'd probably go in terms of starting 11. Tell me if I'm wrong, though. You know, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm kind of guessing and and whatnot. Um, let's have a look at some of the comments. 
I'm going to go Mr. Feel, so I'm going back a bit. Right. Um, all right, here we go. So uh, what do we think? Will says, what do we think a good final league position would be for us? So, yeah, you guys let me know, and I'll let you know mine in a minute, where I think Cardiff will finish. Um, Jonathan says, they've still got Noto and Gayabi who tore us apart in the Cup. Yeah, both are very, very good players, mate. Very good. I'm surprised that no, I'm surprised both of them haven't moved on to a Premier League team, to be honest. I thought Noto might end up going to Villa or someone like that. Um, Reese says, every season I want us challenging for the playoff, but that's the fun of the championship. And it is like any team can beat anyone. Like Cardiff could be in the top three or we could be in the bottom three. It's just mental. Um, Reese says, I hate the Premier League. I find it boring. I much prefer the EFL. So I'm going mid table. Will says no. Uh, Nonto is going to tear this, tear the division up. Uh, Gelhart, uh, Leicester and Southampton very strong. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Jonathan says also McGuinness, Corwell, and Rawls all carrying knocks. We're screwed if we have to play Simpson. Yeah, I play NG alongside Gutas and anyone else at fullback. I I wouldn't trust Simpson again against that Leeds. Midfield and attack. Would you trust Simpson? I don't think you can. Um, and a few people saying like walls, the wall rolls and Wintel combo worked well in preseason. Yeah, I'm just worried about the uh, the legs. To be honest, I think tech. You know, look technically, I think if Rawls was five years younger, I think there's something there. Like because technically Joe Rawls is excellent. Got a pass in him. He's very intelligent footballer. Reads the game well. He gets stuck in a bit if he wants as well. And Wintle's a good CDM for championship level, I think. So the combination was good. I just think Rawls has lost half a yard in recent years as he got older and I'm not sure if it's the right combination. But it might be the right combination for some games, some circumstances. You've got to adapt as well. You know, if we're 1-0 up with 10 minutes to go, we've got to adapt and be defensive. Or if we need a goal, we've got to be adapt and change formation and tactics for different teams like this Leeds game is going to be really difficult and I wouldn't be surprised if we reverted to like a 3-5-2 to try and be a bit more defensively solid but still have the the wide players so what about this if we played Gutas NG I don't know because then I'd have to play so if if McGillis is not fit what about if we played NG Gutas and uh, gonna have to play him uh, Simpson as a three, yeah? Then so that's just three central defenders. Odauda as one wing back, Bola as the other wing back, and then you'd have Rawls and Wintle with Ramsey just in front, and then played Carl and Grant and Robinson up front, or you could even, if you wanted to make it a bit more defensive, you could play like a Robinson and then play Ramsey off him as like a second striker and stick another central midfielder in there to shore it up. You've got to be able to adapt tactically to the teams you're playing. And I think this Leeds game is going to be very, very difficult. Um, my screen is frozen. 
So I just got to check on my phone quickly to check how we're still going. I think we're good. Let me know in the comments, though, if we are, if everything's good. Yeah, I don't think Simpsons the answer. I think I'd play. I actually don't think Romeo would be the worst option on the right hand side of a three with NG and Gutas. Gutas in the middle, NG one side, and Romeo the other side is a three. Don't think that would be the worst three if uh, what's his heads out if McGuinness is unavailable. Just if you were going to play like a three-five-two, I don't think we will, but. I wouldn't be surprised if we did because I think this Leeds game is going to be real difficult. Um, Wills 11 would be Allslop, NG, McGuinness, Gutas, Adouda, Bowler, Rawls, Wintle, Grant, Ramsey and Robinson. Good shout. Yeah, I think that's pretty good, mate. I like that. Uh, Reese, I'm torn because if Collins isn't fit, I'd rather play Bagan there. Um, but Adouda on the wing. But I don't really rate Bagan. However, Bagan, mate, is probably defensively better than O'Dowder. So maybe for the Leeds game, you play Bagan and you have O'Dowder and Bowler as your winger, as your wingers either side of Ramsey, and you try and hit them with pace. You play Robinson up front on his own or Grant. You have the other one on the bench. You try and hit him on a counter-attack. You have Ramsey dropping into the spaces. You have two legitimate fullbacks. And you try and hit leads on the break. I think that could work. You know, that's the sensible way to look at it. Um, we definitely need a bit of a centre back cover. NG can play left back as well. Romeo can play right back. Yeah, there's, that's an option. Um, Everton have been trying to sign uh, Nonto, uh, but hasn't gone through yet. Yeah, I think he'd be a great fit for for Villa Everton. Um, I like Giabi as well, mind. I think he's good. Uh, Honourable shout out to Gigi Buffon. Greatest goalkeeper in my lifetime, uh, finally retired. A genuine giant of the game, says Reese. Jonathan says uh, Simpson played in defence in the cup game versus Leeds and it was not pretty. Uh, Will says, Odaudo's great left winger, but we're blessed with wide players this season. So he's 100% playing fullback. Bowler, Grant, Mate, Evans. And if push comes to shove, you've got Ojo as well. Yeah, and I think, you know. <coughs> Um, Robinson can play wide as well, so you know it's going to be interesting. Um, Alnwick says, uh, Jonathan Davis, yeah, I like Alnwick. I want to know what this Rohan Lathura keeper is like. Heard some whispers, he's pretty good, but he's young. Um, so Jonathan's team would be Alnwick, Romeo, Guta. Ngo Dowder, uh, Wintle, Rina Mahota, Bowler, Ramsey, Grant, and Mate. I like that team, Jonathan. I think that is capable of scoring with Grant, Mate, Ramsey, Bowler. But I, I like the combination of uh, Wintle and Rina Mahota. But I also like Romeo in there. Interesting that you've picked Ng. Is that with the assist? I'm assuming that's because McGuinness is assumed to be out, but maybe you prefer NG at centre back. Um, Reese said, Don't forget, Leeds have lost a load of players due to being relegated. Uh, relegated can leave on loan, so they may, uh, so they will be trying to fit into a new style. It might take them 10 games to get going. I mean, that's wishful thinking, I gotta say, but ultimately, I think 
I just think Leeds look good on paper. But maybe, you know, maybe I'm giving them too much credit because they're a very, very young side. So maybe they won't be up to speed in the championship. Maybe it's going to take a bit of time. Um, Mate hasn't really played in pre-season, so don't think he'd be in contention to start the Leeds game. Uh, saw him on my physio appointment two weeks ago, says, well, yeah, <clears throat> but like, we got options, haven't we? And like I say, I quite like Robin. Robin if, if Grant was going to play through the middle, I quite like Robinson off the other wing if O'Dowd is going to play left back. So there's that. There's a few options in there. Um, Jonathan says, drop Romeo if McGuinness is fit. Yeah, I thought so. So, to finish off, let's talk about the, the championship season. My computer's been a bit weird, so I'm going to get my phone out, unfortunately, guys. Um, you'd have to tell me if it all freezes up or we have any problems that side. Look, automatic promotion contenders straight away Leeds, Leicester, Southampton. I just think a combination of them, the squads they've got, the managers, some of them have got, they're going to be there or thereabouts. Jamie Vardy, I could see scoring a bag full of goals in the last year of his contract. He's going to be desperate to get Leeds up. Um, I think Middlesbrough in the conversation under Michael Carrick. Just, just very, he looks like a very good manager. Um, I believe Leicester have made a real good job. They've done a good job of dealing with the players they've lost and bringing in some players who are probably a bit too good for the championship. Connor Cody, Harry Winks. They brought the young lad in from City. Jamie Vardy going into his final year of contract. He's going to be desperate to get him up. I just think they got something in Leicester. Southampton, as it stands... Haven't lost James Ward-Prowse. They're exciting. Massive squad, though, Southampton have got. So I think that's got to, obviously, they're going to have to sell players. Um, I think Middlesbrough will be up there. Playoffs is a bit of a wild one. Look, Millwall, Coventry, Sunderland, Jacks, West Brom, got to come good, surely. Uh, Norwich will be there or thereabouts. I don't think they'll be in the automatic conversation, but I think they'll be, you know, there or thereabouts in the Premier League in the in the playoffs. <clears throat> but I will give you my predictions on who I think is going to get promoted, who I think is going to go up, where I think Cardiff will end up. Um, so here's the thing, right? With Card Cardiff's weird this year. Like, if you had a time machine and you told me Cardiff get relegated this year, wouldn't surprise me. If you got a time machine and you told me Cardiff finished second this year, wouldn't surprise me. Or if they won the playoffs, they got to the playoffs, they finished top 10. I, <coughs> nothing would surprise me with Cardiff. I think if we can get... I said before, if, we, if Cardiff can get top 10 and then build next year to a playoff challenge... And then the year after, in his third year, assuming the manager stays, in his third year, he's pushing for a, to automatic promotion. Then that's progress each year. Do I think it'll happen? I'm not sure the man, the, the board have got enough patience. Because we will have a rocky spell. And I just don't know whether we've got the patience at board level 
to see the manager through that rocky spell. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. Um, <clears throat> Blackburn, you know, Blackburn have got to get over the line at some point. I think they've, you know, done some good, interesting business. Birmingham have done some really, really good business. Like, I know I've seen a lot of, like, the papers predicting Cardiff as relegation. Um, I, I don't think we're going to get be in the relegation battle. Touch wood. I think this championship is very, very difficult. One of the most difficult for a few years. It gets difficult every year. I think if Cardiff achieved top 10, then that's a very good season. And then the manager can build on it. It's so difficult because I look at it and I just look at all of them and I think they've all got like a player or two who I quite fancy. Every team has got a player or two that I fancy. And I think they could do quite well. So in terms of relegation, I think Huddersfield will go down. I think Preston will go down and I think Rotherham will go down. I think Leicester will win the championship. I think Middlesbrough will finish second. Uh, I think the playoffs will be made up of Southampton. Sunderland, Leeds, and Cardiff City. I said it now, I can't take it back. Gonna clip that and can't take it back. So I apologize because I just tempted fate. We're gonna be in the relegation battle now. Um guys, can you tell me if I've frozen? Because I feel like my screens have all gone to pot. Um so bombard me with comments quickly on my phone because everything on my screen is frozen there's nothing that i can do i can't see anything don't know if i'm still going what is going on do 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 i apologize um so what do you think of my predictions there there guys right, right frozen and back Oh, listen, oh, listen to that awful sound. There. Right. I think I'm back, guys. Um, I apologise for that. So did you hear my predictions? If you did, and I'll do, go through them all again. Um, very quickly, let me know, and I'll, I'll redo them, and we can clip them properly. Um, let me know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with StreamYard tonight. It's been a bit poop. Um, Okay. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Okay. Let me know if you heard the full championship predictions, or should I just should I just do them again? See if I can remember them, innit? Um so basically I think I said uh for relegation, rather um oh, who was it? Forgotten. Rather um Preston and Huddersfield. Uh, Leicester to win the championship. Second, I said Middlesbrough. 
And then I think the playoffs will be made up of Leeds. Who else did I say? Uh, Leeds, Sunderland. Can't remember who the fourth club I was said. Oh, that's going to annoy me. Leeds, Sunderland, Cardiff, and Southampton was the the they're they're my predictions. I have definitely cursed Cardiff by saying they'll make the playoffs. They, I that's a bit, you know, it's the bias the the Cardiff fan in me that is definitely. Um, so yeah, let's have a look at some of these. Yeah, the, I don't know what's going on with that. I apologise. For, uh, hopefully the audio came through so you heard most of what I was saying. Um, for some reason, my computer frozzed. Um, Jonathan says, um, I do not... No, I did not think Leeds will win the league. Absolutely not. But I do think they'll finish in the playoffs. Um, I think Leicester will win the league. Jesus. Did I say Leeds the first time? Leicester will win the league, I mean. Um Reese says last season we were very poor at both ends of the pitch. The keeper leaves me with no confidence. Defence is always at three or four big mistakes each game. On top of that, until sorry Carver came in, Waters couldn't hit a barn door. Yeah, I do think we're going to miss sorry Carver a little bit, but I do like Carl and Grant and Robinson specifically. I think they could pick up the slack together. Um, the most important thing for Cardiff particularly in this Leeds game, um, is we've got to cut out the mistakes. If we don't make mistakes against Leeds, like if defensively, if we don't make any mistakes, I do fancy us to... I do think we can do something in the game. We can get some from the game. I think we've got good enough players. They've got a young side as well. And with the young sides, if, you, if we could get an early goal, their fans are going to get frustrated really quick because they're, you know, they're coming down from there. All the teams come down from the Premier League. They do expect to win. So if you can get an early goal in this first game, the pressure will be on them. Young players, you don't know how they're going to react. Um, ah, Jonathan says, when you spoke about Leeds playing us, you said you'd think they won the league. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're up there. I think um, they've got a great squad. I think Leicester, the best overall like balance to their squad and a good mix of experience and youth and I think they got a, a nice looking squad. I like Middlesbrough though as well. I, I really like Michael Carrick's way of going about things. I think he's built a great squad as well. Championship's going to be real hard this year, boys. Real hard. Um, but I put Cardiff in my playoff prediction. Definitely a bit of uh, bit of bias in there, I think. Um, listen, as always, guys, I really appreciate you. Thank you for bearing with me where we just had a bit of a freeze. Um, I'll be back tomorrow night. Um, being joined by Theo from the Shed End podcast, um, which is a Chelsea podcast. We're going to be talking predominantly like the top sort of European leagues, Premier League, stuff like that. But we might talk a bit of championship and that. Um, going to talk to Theo about Chelsea's disastrous season last year, as well as uh, then we'll give our predictions for the Premier League stuff like that, and then we can go back to them at the end of the season. But uh, I'll be back in the, in the evening tomorrow night. And um, until then, I bid you all a farewell. Thank you for bearing with me. I won't be on my phone tomorrow night. or will be on my computer. I'll fix it. So what's going on with my internet? But it's been a pleasure. Take care. Ta-da now.
Sports Social Podcast Network.